Hey there, I'm Mark Ganey, and welcome to the Pop Faith Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to look at a Bible bite from Ephesians chapter 5. We'll talk about news that you can use in an AI update. We'll look at the new uh, potential Jackie Chan Karate Kid movie. And we're going to look at some Christmas songs and how it relates to everyday life. Welcome to the Pop Faith Podcast with host Mark Ganey, where each episode we explore how faith connects to everyday life. Each episode is a fun and engaging look at how ordinary Christians can experience the good news all around them in things like movies, shows, pop culture, and even news stories. Thanks for joining in. We are glad you're here. So today's Bible Bite comes from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 and 16. And the Apostle Paul wrote this one too, and he said, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Now, when he says, as you walk, that's kind of a a figure of speech back in those days to say, as you live. So he's saying, be careful the way you live, making the most of every opportunity, making the best use of your time because the days are evil. So here's what he's saying. He's saying, we've only got a limited amount of time. And that's true. You know, I've read stories of how and, and had conversations recently about how, you know, they're trying to expand the life expectancy of every human being. And there's some things in the works that may actually help us live a lot longer. But the reality is no matter how long we live, we've all got a limited time on this earth. And Scripture says that God has already set the number of our days. And so we have a limited amount of opportunity. And you think about investing in, in things, right? Maybe you've invested your money in things or, or you know, tried to collect items and you know a value and things like that. And you, you want to get the most for your money, right? The best bang for your buck. Well, listen, the most limited resource we have is not money. The most limited resource we have is time. So we should make the best use of our time. Make the most of it. And so that's kind of my challenge in today's Bible Bite to you is don't let one single day go by that you think is a waste, that you think doesn't matter. Don't let one single hour of your life pass by thinking that it's irrelevant and it's not going to make a difference because we have a limited amount of time and God has put you on this earth to make a difference. So make sure that you're asking yourself, what is God calling me to do and how can I make a difference in this moment, in this day? All right, welcome to today's News You Can Use segment. And you've probably heard a lot about AI, artificial intelligence, over the last few months and in the last couple years. And AI is growing rapidly. Uh, We have AI at our fingertips now with uh, ChatGPT, OpenAI's chatbot. And you can, you know, ask all kind of questions and and ask it to do certain things. And it's going to give you information and, uh, you know, reply to your prompts. And it's incredibly accurate at some spots. And in other spots, not so much. It is a learning thing. That's what artificial intelligence is. So it continually learns. And so it doesn't always learn the correct information. So that's why sometimes it spits some things that aren't right. There's this this whole, you know, uh, controversy now in schools with AI because a lot of students have learned they can write really good papers or responses using AI. And so schools are trying to figure out how to combat that. And then it's not just open AI. There are other AI and artificial intelligence agencies out there and groups. Uh, you know, a lot of the, the you know, powers that be, especially, you know, social media powers and things like, you know, Elon Musk and, and Mark Zuckerberg and, and all these people have gotten together to try to say, okay, let's limit the, the growth of AI. Let's slow down because, you know, this is happening so fast. And uh, there's, of course, the fear that we've always had every sci-fi, mu- you know, movie you've ever seen. Are these things going to take over the world? Robots, computers, are they going to take over the world? There's so many movies that kind of 
talk about this very thing that we see happening right before our eyes. And so some interesting story came across uh, my eyes recently, and it's about this. Sam Altman, who was the CEO for OpenAI, that's web chat uh, or chat, chat GPT, excuse me. And so he was fired. The board ousted him unceremoniously, and it was really fast and sudden, and they didn't really know the reasons why. Well, in a matter of days, he was reinstituted back to his role as CEO, and the the board was fired and replaced with another board. Now, what is that all about? Now, I wasn't privy to those conversations. I don't know exactly what that's all about, but I know there's a power struggle going on because AI is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. I even know pastors who have, you know, contemplated how do we use this in ministry. So it's not going anywhere. It's a useful tool, but just like any other tool, it can be used for good and it can be used for evil. And I believe the power struggle shows the potential impact of AI in the future. It, it can have a tremendous impact, good and bad. And so this person was ousted for reasons I don't know, but I guarantee you it was a power struggle at play. So here's what I want to tell you as you think about the impact of AI in your life, both positive and negative benefits. You know, just like we really have a conversation a few years ago about social media when it came to the forefront. AI is very similar. It's new, but man, it's gaining ground fast and, and its impact, it, you can't even measure it. It's so prevalent now in ways that we don't even know. So how do we respond to that? What's our perspective on AI? What should it be? My perspective is this. God can use AI, we can use AI for the glory of God for good, and it can be used for really bad things too. So in all of this, with the power struggle going on at OpenAI and other artificial intelligence organizations, with politicians now getting involved, you know, with the fear that a lot of people have of are, are they going to, you know, the computer's going to take over the world, my response is about the same as it always is to events and news stories like this, and that is... Let's tap the brakes a little bit and let's relax and let's trust God because God's still in control, right? And if, if computers did take over the world, I'm going to tell you that had to be caught part of God's design because God's not up in heaven going, oh my goodness, what do I do about all these computers, right? God's in control. So let's relax and let's trust God as he works and let us as followers of Jesus, if you know Jesus, let us be part of the solution to make it positive. Again, that's what I say about AI. That's what I say about social media. Let's use it for good. Let's take what the world has done and let's redeem it for the glory of God because that's our calling as followers of Jesus. Today's good news story is amazingly good. I'm so excited to share with this, share this with you. So I heard about a backpack ministry here where I, I live in Alabama recently. And um, I've heard about it for a while, but I didn't know the details. And so I kind of investigated a little further to find out what is this all about. So it's a Christmas backpack ministry where uh, churches and individuals will donate not just backpacks, but they fill those backpacks with, with needs of students. Students all around the Southeast, really, that are in great need. And so, in, in, in fact, this ministry would benefit students in seven different states in the Southeast. Students that don't have enough uh, school supplies, but don't have enough just basic needs beyond school supplies on a day-to-day -day basis. People who are disadvantaged and have less than us. And so, it's an incredible ministry. And so, uh, you know, 
all these churches and organizations would collect these backpacks and then church plants, new churches that have been started, and compassion ministries throughout these seven states would distribute these backpacks to students in need. Now, you wonder how many backpacks have been uh, collected and delivered. It's amazing. Last year alone, 14,336 backpacks were given to these needy students. 14,000. Now, my favorite part about these backpacks is not only does it include supplies in the backpacks, but it also includes a gospel message in the backpack. And when they deliver these backpacks to these students and to these families, not just the students, but the families as well, they actually share the gospel as they deliver these backpacks. So here's what's crazy. Over 14,000 backpacks were delivered last year, like I told you. And out of that, there were over 40,000 gospel conversations because all these family members had these conversations with the people delivering the backpacks. 40,000 people heard the gospel. And then even more incredible, last year alone, 417 people gave their life to Christ through this ministry. That is amazing. Just a simple way of showing the love of God by giving a backpack to a needy student. 417 professions of faith last year alone. That is unbelievable. That's good news. And I wanted to share that with you to encourage you. And we got enough bad news going on, right? That's some good news that we can we can use. And so I would share with you as well. I'm going to put this in the show notes and um, make sure you go to popfaithpodcast.com to check out the show notes and it'll be in the uh, the description there if you're watching on YouTube and different uh, different podcast listening apps. Uh, make sure that that you go on that because I'm going to give you a link and how you can be involved next year in this Christmas backpack ministry as well. Today's pop culture spotlight is going to be very brief and quick. I just want to share with you something that's kind of fun and exciting to me. I just read recently about a new Karate Kid movie. There are plans for a new Karate Kid movie starring none other than Jackie Chan. So you know that Jackie Chan was already in one Karate Kid movie. And you know the original Karate Kid movie includes Ralph Macchio. Well, here's what's really cool. Both Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan are set to be in this new Karate Kid movie. Both starred in Karate Kid movies with characters decades apart. And now they're going to appear with the same character reprising their role uh, as those characters in a new Karate Kid movie. Look, so I, I, I take ta- Taekwondo, so I'm kind of a, a sucker for a good karate movie, right? I lo- love Bruce Lee movies growing up, things like that. But when, when Jackie Chan's in a movie, man, I'm, I'm already, my, my you know, antenna's already up. I know some of you have probably watched the Cobra Kai series uh, starring Ralph Macchio in that storyline. So I'm, I'm excited to see how they're going to marry these two things together. Uh, the movie and the show, obviously, the storyline's still going on. So I'm excited about that. And again, anything that Jackie Chan's in is going to be uh, something I'm going to be paying attention to. So I- I'll be curious to hear your thoughts on this. What do you think about this new Karate Kid movie? Are you just tired of Karate Kid movies? Are you looking forward to it? Um, what do you think about Ralph Macchio and the Cobra Kai series? What do you think about Jackie Chan? And uh, and what could be possibly uh, a new movie uh, teaming these uh, two guys up. So I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, let me know. You can go to popfaithpodcast.com to, to see how you can add your comments. If you're watching on YouTube, certainly add the comments there. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this upcoming Karate Kid movie. 
So on today's Faith Pops and Life Drops segment, I want to talk about something that is relative to the time I'm recording this. So we're just a few weeks away from Christmas in 2023, and I want to share with you a little bit about Christmas music. I shared this in one of my sermons recently, and it's just fascinating. Christmas music fascinates me. I don't know about you, but I love Christmas music. Uh, the Basically, Thanksgiving night is when we begin to decorate at our house for Christmas. And so on Thanksgiving night, we tell Amazon to play holiday favorites. That's the that's the music station that we listen to most. But there's also you know a million different Christmas stations. Christmas, uh, Christian Christmas, I think is one. Uh, Pop Christmas, all these Christmas stations. So we start with holiday favorites on um, on Alexa, and so uh, we ask her to play that, and and we we decorate as we listen to Christmas music. And really, from that point until Christmas Day, you're probably going to hear Christmas music somewhere in our house in our vehicles, things like that. We love Christmas music. It's just something about it that makes me happy, especially the old stuff. That's why we like the holiday favorites. And so I love Christmas music. But I shared this with my church recently. Uh, You know, I don't know if you realize this, but man, some Christmas music is, you know, eh, it's just Christmas songs, especially when they're about Santa Claus and things like that. There's not much redeeming value as far as faith in those kinds of songs. But there are so many songs that are played in stores, that are played, you know, through our smart speakers that are played on the radio and in movies and shows that share the gospel without people even realizing that they're sharing it, right? And so I, I, I kind of shared this uh, this story in one of my sermons uh, in the 2018 movie, um, The Grinch, Dr. Zeus's The Grinch, that's animated one. It's kind of the updated animated version, uh, not the not the live action one, but the updated uh, animated one, 2018. Uh, there's actually a time in which the movie, The Carolers of Whoville, are singing "God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen." Now, that's kind of fascinating to me because that's a Christian hymn, by the way. And here's what they say: In this fictional world of animated characters, they're singing, "Remember Christ, our Savior, was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power." Now, that's amazing, right? That's a it's a movie that has nothing to do with Jesus, nothing to do with faith, and there's the gospel message right there in that Christmas song. And so what I want to just share with you is I think we don't think about it enough how many Christmas songs contain the gospel message and the reality and the truth and the good news about Jesus. And so let's let's blare the Christmas music, right? Let's celebrate Christmas with Christmas songs that highlight the gospel, and uh, let's use that as an opportunity. Maybe you're in a store and you hear a song, or maybe you're you know, with somebody that you know and a song comes on, and you could use that as an opportunity to say, you ever thought about what those words mean? You ever thought about what that song says? You never know what God can do in a small conversation like that. So I'm excited it's Christmas time, but I'm more excited that it's an opportunity to share the gospel even through Christmas music. Thanks again for joining me on today's episode of the Pop Faith Podcast, where we talk about how faith intersects life every single day. I would love for you to like and to rate and review our podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast. We really want you to do that. If you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the thumbs up, the like button. That helps us if you're listening to it on a, on a podcast listening app. But yeah, follow us like, rate, review. That helps us get the word out. And I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you join me for the next episode of the Pop Faith Podcast. But until then, remember that faith affects every area of your life. So let it pop through everywhere you are.